Gather around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are your hosts, Philip and David. Welcome, welcome. I am exhausted, David. I am absolutely exhausted. I believe you. Why are you exhausted? I've been giving plasma this past week. I've introduced my body to that, so my body's like, what are you doing? And it wasn't until one of our pre-show talks where I told you I was doing this that it, <laughs> I don't know why, but it never connected with me. I was like, man, I've been really tired this week. I've been taking like a, a guaranteed well, I, look, nap. I'm going to give myself the credit here because I asked you, have, have you found it taxing? And you said, well, yes, no. I said, I, well, but, well, hold on a second. I have been taking a lot of naps recently, <laughs> which yes, would be would be connected probably. Yes. It's been it's been a, a, a promised nap to myself every day. I just midday been needing that extra little little kick and I, I didn't make that connection until you fused it together for me. So thank you very much. You're, but other you're than most that, well, I live to be I live to serve you in this way. It has been a wild several weeks in many ways, though, for both of us. Like yes. this has been the last several weeks have been extremely disruptive to our powwow flow. Yes. And we started out, it started out when you went, so we did a double episode. We recorded a double episode some weeks back mm-hmm. before you were going to go on a little vacation, work work vacation, we'll call it, to uh, to the nation's capital. So we did a double episode and then we didn't record the next week. And then I recorded with a, a guest host the following week. And then, and then we took a week off after that. And I worked out that there were four weeks between when we recorded and then when we recorded again together. Yeah. Four weeks without you, man. It was hard. It was tough. It was. That's not normal. We usually just go one week uh, each week. You know, we, we record. It's never more than six or seven, eight days that between episodes. We went a whole four weeks uh, without uh, talking to each other like we do normally. And, and then now, like this, we're going to get to it in a bit, but this trip that I just went on hasn't disrupted the powwow sort of schedule but it still feels like it's it's a lot man a lot's been going on it's disrupted our communication to one another we usually have a very healthy communication and it's not like anything's hostile between us or anything it's just we we haven't if it hasn't been on air talking to one another it's been behind the scenes because either we're talking to each other constantly behind the scenes and then we're not talking to each other on the podcast which was those four weeks or these past couple weeks with your trips and everything, we haven't really been talking behind the scenes. We've just been talking on the scenes. Right. So it's, just, we, no, it's kind of a scramble. Like when yes. it t- comes time to record, we just, we're just like, oh, I guess it's t- today we're recording and we kind of figure it out right on the spot. And, right. and hopefully the quality hasn't declined. But man, I need my fix of Phil. Yeah, it's been you, tough. You know what? You're the only one. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Uh, but yes, it's. Oh, it's ride uh, that mule. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right on. Yes. If you don't get it, listen back a couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's been a while, and I feel like this episode in particular, we've gotten a good like reunion Oops. together. Yeah, it's, it feels normal again. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. So we are we are ready to write again. And speaking of writing, on with the show. So David, so you went, <laughs> you went on a little. Not a vacay because there was a purpose to it, but I guess it, it, there was it a constitutes- purpose. I mean, it's a vacation, man. Look, okay, I went away for for three days. Three days. You are absolutely supposed to feel sorry for me in this moment because I had to go on vacation and then I had to be off vacation after only three days. It sucked. Okay, 
because I was having a great time in Greece. I went to Greece for a wedding and Phil, for years, I've wanted to go to a Greek wedding. And part of that is the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, and delightful. maybe like there's a, a little sprinkling of Mamma Mia in there as well, but which isn't really much of a Greek wedding. It's just sort of a wedding in Greece, but or like a romance in Greece, whatever. But I, I since seeing that movie, I know it's maybe a little bit more of, uh, that's more stereotype-ish, but I wanted to go to a Greek wedding. I also really want to one day go to a Jewish wedding. I feel like that's a, another one of those cultural experiences. And there's others on the list, but these were the main two. And so I got to do it. I, I have a, a friend of my cousin was, whom I know and who saw who met me through my cousin's wedding. And I make a great wedding guest. And, and she said, yes, David should be at my wedding because David's a great wedding guest. So, so she, she invited me and I, I got to go to Greece for this wedding. And it was like, so the, her husband now is a Greek man. So it was a Greek American wedding in Greece, very culturally Greek. And wow. And the wonders never greased. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did not. All right. So first of all, let's talk about, let's talk about the, the views. How were the views? Mm. Was it as Cause this was your first time going to Greece. No, no, I've been to Greece before. So, but but I went on like so I went on a family trip once, and a, I did a cruise. So I've like been to quite a few okay. of the islands in Greece and Turkey, and that was great. And then we went to Corfu, which is an, an island that's basically next to Albania. It's on the other side of Greece. And then I went for my senior trip. I went to Crete, but that was like a party trip. There were no views right. real. Like there was a beach and there was a pool, and but we were just getting drunk all the time and and partying until six a.m. But this was different. This was more partying till 6 a.m., but I'm now an older man. <laughs> Not older man, but I'm older than I cer- certainly was when I finished high school. And and it was a wedding and lots of other guests to socialize with and, oh, and yeah? interact yeah, were with. There, and- were there any particular guests where, you know, what Athens and Greece stayed in Greece? <laughs> what <laughs> I like that. That's very, very clever. Thank you. You know what's funny is that I was uh, I was told as as a bachelor I was told oh there's going to be you know Greek relatives roughly your age at the wedding who are single or whatever and that didn't end up being the case uh, which uh-huh. is you know depending on how you look at it it's unfortunate I thought it was unfortunate but I met, there was people whom I met and and got along very well with there were some candidates sure we'll we'll just put it that I don't want to give details just oh, out of respect okay. but um, nothing crazy happened or anything but you know but i people my age who i i partied with and had a great time at the wedding with so so there's that i i really like i will not sell myself short here i am a great wedding guest i'm a great party person especially when there's dancing involved i, lo- I love to get up and get on the dance floor and, and boogie with some peeps well then All let's right. go right to it what's your dancing song oh i don't know i mean i i'll try to dance to anything the what was great about this wedding was it was Greek American, and so the DJ had the task of doing some cultural Greek things. Oh, nice! As well nice. as poppy, you know, some old, some new. There was a bit of ABBA. There was there was LMFAO. Oh, yes. There was Snoop Dogg. It was really widespread, but all songs that make people go like, "Oh yeah, let's let's get up and dance to this song," you know. So so it was a balance. He would do like forty five minutes Greek, forty five minutes pop American, whatever. And I joined, I even tried to join in on the Greek dancing because like when in Greece, you know, and it was like, there was like the circle dancing thing that, that all, like started, started with the, the groom most of the time. He was, he was a great party person as well. He got up for all the Greek things and Greek dances and, 
and he was like leading everything. It was so much fun. And and I joined in. I was like, I'm going to join in the Greek dancing. And I there were, some of the steps were a little too complicated for me. And I just sort of stayed back. But there was like some simpler ones that I, I joined in. And, you know, it was, it was just so much fun, man. I'd like the one thing that I keep getting asked is were there like, did you get to smash some plates? And yes! I don't know where this is coming from, really. But Opa! Yeah, there were no smashing plates, unfortunately. Ah. I do look forward to the crushing of the glass at a Jewish wedding one day, maybe. But no, no smashing plates, but plenty of uh, fun times otherwise. And let me tell you, the food was very, very good. Oh, yeah? Oh, nice, nice. Was was there a lot of, uh, was there any pita bread? Is that like standard? Yes. Yeah, nice. there was, uh, there was indeed. There was a buffet, actually. I tried to get a, like a tiny scoop. There was like... 30 different things. So I tried to get like a tiny scoop of everything. <laughs> Ooh. Which still had my plate like looking like a That's, mountain. That could be dangerous. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that the dancing was exquisite because as we've mentioned before, we've kind of, we, we've touched on weddings once or twice before. I know that I've been to a wedding mm. within the time of powwow. I know that we had a previous guest, Julie, and we talked about the, the idea of weddings. And one thing we've always agreed upon is that if you decide to go DJ and not live band, live band, I actually find it's easier to to get into a groove unless they're just horrible, but whoever books a horrible band for their wedding. But for a DJ, when you book DJ, it's very important that the DJ is very good. They need to have a good cultural like pulse on the room. So it sounds like he had yeah. a good, he had a good yeah, flow. He was, he was good. Yeah. A good DJ. There were a couple of times where he cut off some songs a little earlier than I would have yeah. liked. Like the, uh, the, what's it called? Party Rockers oh, yes. by LMFAO. He cut the song right before every day I'm shuffling. And I was ready to start shuffling. I was ready. Uh. I was like ready. And and just then he transitioned into another song and I was like, no. But what I will say for him is that when he saw that people weren't really dancing to a particular song, he faded. He like basically ended that song a little earlier and he was very, very diligent about keeping the party going. And I'll give him loads of credit for that. But he he played some good tunes, I have to say. Nice. Okay, so you had food at the wedding. Did you have any local food outside of the wedding? Because obviously you didn't yes. just go for the wedding. What what did you have? Was anything good? Yes, I had I had a few gyros or mm. as as some might say gyros. Are, are those? <laughs> do they have street vendors over there? Is like can you get kind that of, like yeah. like akin to a hot dog over here? Yeah, kind um, sort of. Yeah, sh- sure. Like uh, or like if you go into uh. I don't know, one of those like New York pizza joints. It's kind of almost like that where you go and there's like... You just walk in, walk out. Yeah, the kebab spit yes. thing that, that's like yes, rotating. That, that, and That huge and it's, hunk of meat. Oh, yeah. Like looking like one of my thighs just rotating for everybody to see glistening and shimmering down in the window. Yes. Pretty much, yeah. And and it was amazing, dude. I was with three other people. We got each... We each had a euro and it was in total and like three or four like sodas on top of that and the total cost was mm-hmm. i think 18 something euros which is maybe 20 dollars for four people four full meals and and a uh, each each person had a soda or something and a full bottle of water as well yeah that's not all bad that at 18 all. 18 euros yeah it was insanely cheap wow. i was amazed yeah and it wow. was good too it was delicious and and then you had friends and anything. Did you guys do anything outside of the wedding that was fun? Any yeah, fun we, events? Yeah, we went to the beach. We went to we spent a lot of time in the pool. Oh, like the parties, yeah. the parties ended at you know well, the rehearsal dinner ended at like one two a.m. and we went to have a pool party after that. 
the re- reception ended at like 3, 4 a.m. And we went to have a pool party after that until like 6 a.m. <laughs> so us young folk at least. So you went- But I did some tourism as well. Yeah, you went to the beach. Isn't that one of like the like the eight wonderful beaches in the world? Like what those well, Greek beaches? If you want sandy beaches, Greece is not the be- the place for you. But if you want nice, crisp, clear water and like uh-huh. rocks, Greece is the place for you. It's all the it's sand like, beaches like there Luca, are like right? oh, no, wait, are man made. Luca okay. is is in Italy, yeah. But all the sand beaches are man made. But the rocky beaches, you know, I don't mind it. It's great for swimming. And those are really, really beautiful. And the views, man, the views are just astonishing. But I, I will, I want to also mention, I got to see the Parthenon in Athens. Oh, look at that! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all like the a few relics. Now for those who don't know who at the Parthenon is, I, I mean, I can't describe to you what it means, like its significance and history. I just, I was looking up at this. It's that thing with all the pillars, and it's mostly crumbled down now. But got it. Uh, they're trying to restore it. one of the Greek ruins. Yeah, yeah. It was unfortunate because there was all this scaffolding around it. Uh, but they're oh. trying to, they're basically trying to make sure it doesn't like crumble and fall apart, which I can understand. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but it was very cool to see. I love ancient history. I absolutely love ancient history. Remind me, do the Greeks have a pizza? Don't they have a pizza? Did you get any pizza? Oh, I don't know about Greek pizza, but I, I've had Turkish pizza before, but you, I, that I only, I've only had here. No, I didn't get any Greek pizza. I don't know. I don't know about any Greek pizza, but I, I don't know. I mean, I had lots of Greek food and, and again, the All food right. at the wedding was So yeah, was Greek delicious. food. You went in and swam in any body of water that would have you. Yes, I love to connect with the ocean, man, with the sea. And finally, how were the housing accommodations? Were they oh, was very, very nice? Rustic? Yeah, we were in a villa. All the American guests, and I sort of piled myself in there, even though I'm not American. But right. we were staying in a villa together, so it was like oh, you're not, very like, close. I love people, you know. So we were close, and like I had you know people to hang out with constantly. Very very nice uh, with a big pool out the back, and yeah. All right. Well, sounds like a Greek beach is the beach for me because oh, yeah, I, maybe. I am not. Although there are a... urchins in the water, so you want to be careful of that. You want to wear shoes when you like water shoes. Okay. Good. Good forewarning. Good forewarning. And if yeah. the views are the views as are lovely as you say, wonderful. and I'm not, <laughs> David, I'm I'm talking about the views. Oh, the I'm, views. There the were views. some views. There were yes. some views. Oh, if you want to. Yeah, I was gonna say. Actually, isn't there? I mean, is it a is it a clothing optional beach? Is every beach like that, or is it specifically? I don't. I don't really designated? know about Greece. I think so in Greece, but I didn't. I didn't see anything like that. I mean, also, you didn't see, I mean, in, didn't generally in Europe, that is the case anyway. So it's not right. anything special, Phil. Right. But um, but I know that's usually the case in Spain. I don't really look out for it in Greece, but possibly, but probably, probably. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'll, I'll finish us off here. I, I just. Like, it was awesome. If you ever get the chance to go to a Greek wedding, fly out. It's worth it. It's a it's a fun cultural experience. It's just as much of a party as as it is in the movies. And and the food is awesome. I tried rooster. Sorry, just like I thought, like just remembering now, I tried rooster, which I've never had before. And it's actually surprisingly different from regular hen, chicken, whatever. Really? That is fascinating. Yeah, surprisingly. And the food's great and the party's great. The dancing, it's just a wonderful cultural vibe. And the the reception was out on this like mansion on the top of a hill. The, the wedding planner was Miss Grease 1997. And we, we had this re- reception at, at her mansion or whatever. So, oh, and nice. yeah, so the, the views, everything is, is, is wonderful. Uh, and the history that you have in Greece, again, ancient history is like, so fascinating to me. So it's worth it. I met some fun people who I hope to connect with for the rest of my life. You know, like these people who you just want to 
always be able to reach out to wonderful, wonderful people. Now there'll be a, a pee to your heart. A pee to my heart. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides. S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I, I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. That sound means it is time for pop quiz. <laughs> we have removed the element of eating to the end of that yes, sounder. I, I requested that. I was like, the chewing sound is gross. Please delete it next time. <laughs> and we did. We have. We are now moving on to pop quiz. Of course, since it is a fairly new segment, we'll explain it. It is where me and David give each other a pop quiz about each other. It can be about things that we know the other person should already know about, about one, one another, or it can be something that really should be inferred by the other, just to just to give them a a good thing to know based off of what they already do know about the other person. So, Hoffman, I believe I went first last time. Why don't you go first this time? I'll go first this time, yeah. Now, I'm not sure if you would know this or even should know this. I think you should because most people who know me well definitely know this about me. What type of beer is my current go-to? And when I say current, I mean for the last three-ish years, which is as long as you've known me. So is it A, lager, B, stout, C, blonde, or D, IPA? I'm pretty sure I can eliminate IPA. Being in California, I'm pretty sure I would have recognized had you had an IPA. And I believe the words were, F that IPA, I will take whatever this is. Now, the, the question becomes whatever this is, is the answer. I just can't remember what that is. I don't think it's a blonde or else I would have remembered that. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, with uh, stout is what I'm going to go with. Stout, like a Guinness. Yeah. No, dude, I do like stout, but no, my go-to is an IPA. <laughs> oh, dang it. Dang it all to heck. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. it used to be a lager or a Pilsner, but but that was before you and I became good friends, so right. So there's no way you would have should have thought that. But right. IPA, man, I love a good IPA. Maybe I'm ah man, I I'm obviously I think you wrong, just had but it I, backwards. Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I I just remember have you having strong feelings about IPA, and I guess now it's just it's uh it's what yeah. what you would have preferred. Okay, David, which movie musical did I watch on my birthday that gave me the inspiration to perform in musicals? Was that Chicago? Footloose, Hairspray, or Rent? In alphabetical order, Chicago, Footloose, Hairspray, or Rent? I believe I've told this story where I went on my now, on my birthday. Uh, our family has a t long-standing tradition of whoever's birthday it is. We all go see a movie of their choosing. Obviously, the options are limited, but nobody can really say anything. It was obviously very awkward when my older sister chose the 40-year-old virgin. Yet, me, I've heard my that mom, story. my dad, and uh, my grandmother and oh, three-year-old sister all went to go see it. And we enjoyed it to various degrees. However, my movie of that around that same time was one of these and inspired me to perform in my first musical in high school. 
I I want to say Chicago, but I like I, that just feels like something that might inspire. I don't know. I've never seen Chicago, so what do I know? But Hairspray, I have seen, and the timing feels more right for that. So I'm going to guess Hairspray. Well, I have seen all four of these, and Chicago, you're very right in that it's it is it's inspiring. It's a good film. You should watch inspiring it. Inspiring from from a point of view of like a performer wanting to right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you are correct in it's not Chicago. Footloose, either version would have been wrong. Uh, they're both fine, but just not inspirational to me. Hairspray was close, but that was like the first movie I saw after Rent, which did indeed inspire me. Uh, I love that musical. I have yet to be in it. I aim to be in it, and I will forever want to be Mark or now I can't think of the other main person's name, but in Rent. I would love to be in Rent. But you uh, still love it. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, yes. So there we go. Pop quiz. Footloose was definitely the one that I, sorry, the Footloose was definitely the one that I knew was not going to be yes. the one. <laughs> yes. I gave right. you four and I tried to give you an easy out. So there we go. Yeah. Footloose, four degrees from Kevin Bacon. We move on to the game and I've decided to bring on a guest, a friend of mine, whom I've known for many years and who is a huge fan of trivia and games and whatnot. The most competitive person I know, probably. And his name is Yegor. He's been on the podcast before, but it's been a while. We were glad to have him back eventually. Uh, welcome, Yegor. Welcome. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Yes. Well, a few things have certainly changed since you've last been here. But one thing that hasn't, Yegor, is that we have three questions for you. No, that has changed. I don't. I think. I think he came on early enough that that wasn't. We weren't doing wow. that yet. Has it been yeah. that long? Wow. But I'm going to remind you, Phil, that I, I believe you sent me a text message a few weeks ago that you had been given feedback that we should be talking. We about should. how we met our guests. Please. Yes. Please. So, so Yegor and I went to middle and high school together, and we've uh, we've been friends for many many years. We uh, we. Go on a quad. What is it? Quadrennial trip to Spain as a group of friends. I think quadrennial is the word we settled on. Yeah. Yeah. So every four years, a, a trip to Spain. The four of us. Yeah. Yegor is 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 good friends with Alex too. He's been on the podcast many times, and yeah. So Yegor and I have been been good friends for very very long, and and he keeps me uh keeps me on my toes on a day to day basis. But yes, Yegor, now we ha we have a few questions for you. I know you very well, so I only get one question. And uh, Phil doesn't know you really at all besides that one podcast that we recorded together. So he's got two questions for you. So Phil, why don't you take us? All right, two Take us away. The first of my two questions. What is the circumstance or circumstances where you were most embarrassed, Yegor? Oh my. I thought it was supposed to be trivia questions. Uh We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Most embarrassed. Give me a second. Mm, man, I live. Uh, I lead a very boring life. I need to. Really it could be something hard. as simple as having a piece of toilet paper sticking out of your pants when you were in <laughs> in first grade. <laughs> so, something like that. I guess. I suppose it doesn't need to be the most crippling, embarrassed moment of your life. Man, I really need to get out more because I'm really struggling to think of something. David, can you think of anything that uh, that you're a member of me? Can I get a lifeline here, a phone a friend? No, I'm only thinking of things where I was embarrassed. <laughs> Wait, were you embarrassed remember... about yourself or embarrassed for me? No, no, embarrassed, embarrassed be... about me. Because like, ah, like, okay. I'm just thinking of our trips, our trips, aforementioned trips to Spain, where there was one mm. night where I got real dr drunk 
before we even went out and you guys had gone ahead out and I was going to meet you there. And I was so like sick and I went straight, like I got walked into the bar, wa- walked right past you guys and went straight into the bathroom. Things didn't go very well in the bathroom no, and no, I walked straight out of the bar and walked all the way back <laughs> home. I was like, I guess tonight's not the night. But no, that's not really anything to do with you being embarrassed. Maybe you were embarrassed no, for no. me. <laughs> I mean, that's a regular thing, but uh, thinking of myself. <laughs> oh, man, I don't even know. The last two years, you know, uh, Corona regulations, uh, you know, uh, lockdown, sitting at home. Not, not, I haven't really had that many opportunities to be embarrassed, thankfully. I think I'm a little bit embarrassed right now that apparently I live such a boring life that I can't come up with any good <laughs> we'll examples. We'll take it. We'll take it. My question is my question is is a lot simpler. What is your go to late night snack? Ooh. I would probably well, whatever's in the house is the easiest answer. I don't really keep a you know a full pantry. No, no, no. I want your favorite go to. My favorite. If I had to pick a favorite, I would go for I like savory food. You know, uh, like the tuck crackers, the T A T U C I don't know how you pronounce it exactly. Tuk tuck. The yellow ones with the blue label. Nice and crispy, nice and... Uh, do you get those in the U.S.? I was going to say, that doesn't sound like anything we get in the U.S. We have, like, Triscuits. It's like an incredibly dry white flour cracker, isn't it? Uh, I mean, all crackers are incredibly dry just by nature, right? <laughs> isn't it? Touché. So, is it equivalent to, like, a saltine? Do you guys have saltines over there? I've heard I've heard that word many times, but I never actually bothered to find out what it was. Do you know, like, the, the goldfish stacks? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so it t- it tastes pretty much like that. Oh, delicious! For me, it's it's got to be a cheese it. Oh, do you guys have cheese its over there? Probably something mm. similar, I would imagine. Oh my yeah, gosh, somewhere. you guys are missing out. That that is some contraband. I need to smuggle over there for you guys. <laughs> okay, all right, here we go, Yegor. Have you ever been walked in on? <laughs> doing yeah, well that's the thing <laughs> interpret it as you will i don't know your current relationship status so i don't know if there's anyone to have walked in on or you know when you're a younger lad i'm sure mm. the uh the internet was around and perhaps mama yegor walked in i don't know i'm just curious uh no, I in in that sense, I always tended to make pretty sure that I would not be wa- would not be walked in on. The one time it did happen was when I was with my well, most recent girlfriend actually, uh, and my younger brother walked in on us just starting to do something. And, oh. uh, I was still I, I was still fully close. So I was perfectly fine, but she was already you know halfway there. Let's put let's put it that way. <laughs> so you know uh, she she had to hide sort of uh, behind the bed behind the curtains while I got my younger brother out of the way. Actually, this could all, could have also been an answer to the first question. Now that yeah, I there we go. We've come full circle. <laughs> well, since Yegor is your friend, your guest, David, and soon to be my friend, of course, we are going to be playing my game. My iteration of this game is called the name game. Now, this can be one of two things. My iteration is a little, probably going to be a little bit different than yours, David. But essentially, we will be giving each contestant a this or that category to choose where something's going from. It'll make more sense as we play along. But, Yegor, let's first see who would you like to play against first, me or Hoffman? I'd like to go against Hoffman. You'd like to go against Hoffman. So then my game will be called Undercover or Lover. 
since we have talked about with David during this episode, him going to a Greek wedding, I thought the theme would be appropriate to have a couple of names brought forward from well-known movies and bring forth the characters. And it is your job to tell me whether or not the character's name in question comes from a movie that is of, of a spy or detective flick or really anybody in law enforcement or a cinematic romantic. All right, here we go. First Ooh. name, and Yegor, you are to start this off. First name is Noah Calhoun. Is that an undercover or a lover? Uh, that definitely sounds like a New York detective of some sort. So I'm going to go undercover. He's going undercover. David, you going undercover or under the covers? Now, I'm I'm not sure I've seen this, but I do feel like I've heard de- Detective Calhoun before. Okay. So... So I'm going to go with undercover as well. So you both go with undercover. You both get the same result, and that is you're both wrong. It is actually a lover. He is the main character in The Notebook, portrayed by Ryan Gosling. Wow, I I have seen that movie. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I I have not. (laughs) Well, there you go. All right, next one. We'll start off with you, Hoffman. Zero to zero score here. Morton Schmidt. Morton Schmidt. Undercover or lover? Morton Schmidt. I mean, it doesn't sound particularly romantic, but I'm, I'm going to go with Undercover. He's a cop. Morton Schmidt. Undercover. And you, Yegor? I will ditto that call. Really does not sound like a romantic name, although neither did Calhoun, but, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but there we go. All right. So you both, again, go with the same answer, and you both have the same result this time, though. You both get it right. So it is now a score of one to one. Yegor, we'll start with you now on this next one. We're going to go with John Shaft. John Shaft. <laughs> Undercover or Maybe. lover? Ah, uh, very suggestive name. Uh, could fit could fit into both categories, depending on how you view it. Uh, what are you looking at, David? <laughs> I'm retying my, my my the lace of my. my yeah, that's true. Jaeger, keep my gym shorts. We don't. <laughs> let's see your thumbs. Let's see those thumbs. And no, uh, no googling going on. No shaft polishing. No, or no anything. googling. I was I was that's tightening good. my shorts. Yes, of course, sitting down, a lot of strenuous (laughs) work for your shorts as he's checking out his own John Shaft. Uh, Yegor, it was to you, undercover or lover? Uh, Indeed, indeed. I'm vamping here a little bit. Let me me think. Let's go for three out of three. I'll go undercover. Undercover. David, is this where you break ties? I'm going to be ballsy. I'm going to say this was, I I feel like Shaft is, is very comedic. Maybe it was kind of a... Comedic movie, maybe kind of a spoofy movie, but still romantic. I'll, I'll go with the undercovers. So you're going to go with the lover oh, yeah. option. Yes, exactly. Yes. Well, finally, you guys split on your decision, and it is Yegor who gets the point here. It is John Shaft mm. for being undercover, of course, portrayed by Samuel Jackson in the movie Shaft. He is a bad of man. Of course. Of course. We are going to go to the uh, next one, and we will start out with. We'll start out with Yegor since he took the lead here. The name is Lorraine Broughton. Lorraine Broughton. Yegor, is that undercover or lover? Lover. He's going with lover. Hoffman. I'm going to risk it all. I'm going with undercover. He's going with undercover. And he has tied the game, ladies and gentlemen. It is the main character in Atomic Blonde, portrayed by Charlize Theron. 
Well, of course, David. Very, very nice. Yes, and we go to our last name here. Since David has forced the tie, he shall have to go first for this last one since Yegor has doubled up on going before him. For your last name here, David, Mm. it is George Smiley. George Smiley. Undercover or lover? Oof. Oh, man. Now, this is tough because I feel like if it wasn't so on the line, I might have just gone with undercover because I feel like I've heard this name undercover. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to stick with it. Undercover. He's going undercover. Yegor. I want to go undercover as well. It does sound like like a sort of spy detective nickname uh, character might get, let's say, in the British crime novel. So we both have gone with undercover, meaning we are going to a tiebreaker at the end, no matter what. And you both are still correct with George Smiley. That is the main character in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, portrayed by Mm. Gary Oldman. So there we go, George Smiley undercover. So to our tiebreaker, gentlemen, and since technically Hoffman forced the tiebreaker, it is to him first here. How much did all the movies from which the characters we talked about, The Notebook, 21 Jump Street only, Shaft 2000, Atomic Blonde, and Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. How much did they make all together? How much did they gross at the box office? In millions. In millions. That is your hint. I have to go first? Hoffman does indeed need to go first. I'm going to say 630 million. 630 million is his guess. Yegor. Where are you going? Could you run through the five movies again? It was The Notebook, 21 Jump Street, Shaft, Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy, and... Atomic Atomic Blonde. And David, you said how many? 630 million. I will go go for for 631. He's taking the over. The Notebook made 118 million. Oh, no. 21 Jump Street made 202 million. Shaft made 107 million. Atomic Blonde made 100 million. And Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy altogether made 81 million, making it a total of 608 million and giving ooh, Hoffman ooh, 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 the victory yeah. with, <laughs> well, a very really good, with a very good initial guess. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, Yegor, you have crumbled beneath Hoffman's foot. I am very sorry for you, but you shall have to do so again, facing off against me with this next game. But a very strong outing. Very strong outing. We love we love tension. That was close. Very Doesn't good. Usually get that close. Very good game, yeah. gentlemen. I, you know, I'm I'm the guest here, and I gotta let David win every once in a while. Every once in a while, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all Off right. Your iteration. My iteration of the game is a little different. I kind of mixed every. Each question is a totally different thing, and some of them are. Yeah, I just went a little random here. Let's start with the first question. We'll go to you first, Yegor. Linus Caldwell, a character in Ocean's Eleven or The Lost World, Jurassic Park? Ocean's Eleven, portrayed by Matt Damon. Confident, confident, Phil. <laughs> well, <laughs> dare you I, dare you differ from such confidence? <laughs> I was going to go with Ocean's Eleven. I did not have as strong a guess as to who it was. So uh, very good, Yegor. Uh, I'm sure that that's correct. I will stu- I too shall follow in your footsteps, Ocean's Eleven. Yes, both correct and indeed played by Matt Damon. Well done. I guess nice. uh, I guess I uh, I underestimated you, Yegor. No, because I kind of like I completely forgot I'm playing against Phil. Like, <laughs> I just you know <laughs> my innate need to show off took over me. He wanted right. to show yeah, his prowess. Yes. Wait, 
wait till afterwards to explain your reasoning if you're right. if you're answering I'll admit, it was a completely intimidating move I, i'm not gonna lie that was that was like <laughs> you know, when in an auction somebody just you know we go from one dollar five dollars and somebody's like sixty dollars like, wow i'm i'm just wow I, I do feel out of my depth so very nice <laughs> yes well question two liam neeson in the marksman is a prime movie or a netflix movie phil we'll go to you first I'm going to say Netflix. I don't think Prime has devolved into Liam Neeson territory yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the reasoning. Okay, Yegor? I remember getting ads on YouTube for definitely a Prime movie, definitely with Liam Neeson. I do not remember what it might have been called. But yeah, just based off of that, I will go for Prime. Ooh. He goes for Prime. And he's correct. Ah, it is a prime movie. Dang it. I have not seen it. I probably will not see it. But it has... <laughs> if you like a good Liam Neeson action movie, that's probably what it is. That's what I should <laughs> clarify. Netflix has has devolved into Liam Neeson action it, films. That's a very different sect. Well, at least that sort of arena. Yes. yes. It's yes. called The Marksman. I mean, what do you expect? Uh. Question three. We're going to Yegor first this time. Cali, a city in Colombia... Or Mexico? I am going to go for Colombia on this one. It does sound a little tricky, like Cali, Colombia. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you're trying to play a trick on us here. I don't play tricks. He fell. <laughs> he only plays games. Cali, <laughs> Colombia, or uh, the or other one was Cali, Mexico? Cali, Mexico, yes. Here's the thing. I don't think... God, my history is about to show my ignorance here, but I thought... We bought as America, America had bought California from Mexico. So it would seem redundant to me to have a Cali, Mexico, and then have California. Or then again, maybe it's Cali, Mexico, and then they had, they expanded on California. I don't know. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Cali, Colombia as well. I will piggyback off of Yegor here. There is a Baja, California in Mexico. There is a city called Calexico in California. Uh, Cali is a city in Colombia. Ah, oh, good, good, good. Okay, we move on to question four. The 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 score is now three to two in favor of Yegor, a one point lead. And so, Phil, you will go first on this one. Okay. Quade Cooper, a rugby player for New Zealand or Australia, and I know neither of you know the answer to this question, probably. So, but I do, and I'm going to ask it anyway. We'll go to you first, Phil. You're saying Quade, like C U A D E. Quaid, Q-U-A-D-E. You're right. New Zealand or Australia? Quaid. Well, I guess the the rub here is that you probably don't have to be from Australia or be from New Zealand to play for there. So it doesn't help that those are the regions. There really is no rhyme or reason. Australia. Yegor. The only Cooper connection to rugby I can think of is a player called Kyle Cooper, but I don't remember where he's from. Uh, I just remember I just remember making fun of him, calling him Kyle Pooper. So that's about as far as my yes. knowledge here goes. And that's uh, so that is I, that is where we are with our sense of humor, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, just to just to add some excitement, I'll go I'll go the opposite of Phil and I'll go for New Zealand. Quade Cooper, born in New Zealand, plays for Australia. Yeah. There you go. Yes, he is an Australian rugby player these days. That means we have a tie at 3-3. 
And we move Ooh. on to question five. Oh dear. The Edge, a band member for The Who or U2. And Phil, you forced the tie, so we'll go to you first. Now, I know of a famous WWE wrestler named The Edge. <laughs> so that's why the only reason I believe I know a connection, I believe it's U2. I'm going to say U2 and hope to okay. God I'm right. Just because of some random wrestler. Yeah. Yegor. <laughs> Was Jim Morrison from The Who or The Doors? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, might have been, might have been the who. I have no idea. But based on the fact that I know Jim Morrison is not from U two one hundred percent, and I believe the lead singer of U two is another—I don't remember the word—but single name uh, guy by the name of Bono. I would assume that the rest of them might be just as edgy as that, and therefore I will say the edge is in U two. Okay, you guys go with the same option. U2, it's correct. It's correct. Ah, the Edge is a band member for U2. Which means we have to go to a tiebreaker again. The score Ooh. is four to four. On the spot, I'm coming up with a tiebreaker. <laughs> and we're going back to question three. Cali, Colombia. What is the population of Cali, Colombia? And I guess we go to you first, Phil, because you forced the tiebreaker. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't remember. Um, <laughs> and what is it measured in millions or billions? Yes, mil in millions. In millions. We'll go with one decimal place of millions. So like say 20.4 million right. might be New York City or Beijing or some city like that. Well, well, well. I have no concept of populations. That's my biggest problem. I believe, I think, <laughs> I think New York has like f around 40 million and I could even be horrifically wrong. I'm going to tell that. you now, New York has less than 40 million. It's more like 20 million. Oh, wow. So there and we go. And that's like, uh, here, I'll, I'll tell you what New York I is. I would say New York is around like 11 tops. I'm going to tell you it's uh, apparently city proper is 8.38 million. I thought it was more than that. I know Los Angeles there is about 3.8 million. So there you go. There's some perspective. And if you look at like Tokyo, it's like 38 million or something like that. But Okay. So if we're working off of those low numbers, then for Colombia, it's got to be around, I'll go 6.7 million. Yegor. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds a little optimistic to me. So for a non-capital, I'll play a safe 5 million then. He could have said he could have said six point six million. He could but have. He went five million. He is still correct though. The population is two point two two eight million. Ooh, yeah, yes, yeah. It was uh, two point two two eight million. Yep, according to Wikipedia, and that is the source of all well, our information here on po Power yes. Podcast because we're lazy. <laughs> but there you go, a, a clean sweep for Yegor. Wait, no, no, I won, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. One and one for Yegor on Pow Wow Podcast. Well, well do we done. A, do, you beat do Phil. We That's an, exactly what I needed you to do. Do we get an extra tiebreaker now between you and me? <laughs> you get you get one victory, no. unfortunately. But you did get two um, tiebreakers. That is very rare. Very rarely have we ever needed two tiebreakers on one game. So so nicely done, Yegor. Nicely done, thank Yegor. You very much. Appreciate it. Any lasting words of wisdom? Anything you want to say to the fine people out there listening? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot here again. I, for the second uh, time, that's my it's my gift, really. Yeah, you know. Well, Lock the door you know, when you're doing hanky panky. <laughs> <laughs> the 
that as well. And, you know, believe in yourself, trust your guts, and, uh, you know, your mom knows best. Listen to her. Excellent advice. Thank you, Yegor. <laughs> Thank you, Yegor. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you then. And with that loss, I go to a record of eight and nine, while David's win ties him up with me at eight and nine. Let's go. Oh, yeah, that slaps. And this week, Phil, I'm going to go first here. Entertainment of the week. I cannot not recommend this show. And I, I believe some time ago last year, I recommended season one of this show. And I just finished watching season two. It is called Upload. It is on Amazon Prime. It's from the same creators that made The Office, the US Office, and Parks and Rec. But it's not a mockumentary comedy. It's not even a heightened comedy, really. It's funny. It has intrigue and drama. There's a mystery element to it. It's fantastic. It's about a guy who dies and he gets his consciousness uploaded to a virtual afterlife. It takes place some decades in the future. And it is fantastic. It's so good. The acting is very, very good. It's funny. It's interesting. It's intriguing. I'm I'm like enticed. It, it's not long either. Like there's the seasons are short. It is really, really, truly worth your time. You should go watch it. No, no, no. Seriously, you should go watch it. Cause I know you're like, <laughs> oh, well, maybe one day. No, no, no. No, you need to watch this show. I need the show not to be canceled. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> Upload on Upload. Amazon Prime. Okay. It slaps. It slaps. Please slap it back. I didn't go to TV land, but I did go to cinema this week. Uh, I could have very easily gone Elvis. I saw a couple movies this week. I, I caught up on a lot of films. I could have very easily gone Elvis. Quite good. Exquisite performances in that film. However, I'm going to go to the other movie that I saw this week. And since it helps to promote my my uh, station within our blockbuster draft, I can also proudly endorse it full-heartedly because it is truly excellent. Black Phone, easily, easily the second best movie of the year for me thus far, this early into the season, only surpassed by everything everywhere all at once, but that is in a, it's, that is like a generational film to me. But Black Phone, of course, it is a horror film, so be careful on who you take to the film. But other than that, oh, it is so good. So well done. Excellent performances by two people of note. One, Ethan Hawke and the person who plays the younger, the young sister. You'll know who she is once you see the film. I, I'm not normally a, a, a fan of child actors, but damn, does she have some good acting chops. And, and I, I don't even know how old she is. She must be around 10 and she's she's excellent. So go watch Black Phone. Spend your hard-earned money. Know that it's going to a good place because it is worth all the hour and a half that it is to watch Black Phone. It slaps! And before we get out of here completely, we do have a couple of thank yous to hand out. First of all, thank you to, to Tara Amsos and Josh Hans, as well as Ryan Ardell for uh, new additions to the pod. So thank you so much, you guys. You guys have helped make this podcast possible. Thank you. And thank you to Jake Corlang and Cass and Crossland for the music that you hear on the show. We couldn't do it without you guys. 
And most of all, thank you to you listening. Yes, you, you who is going to go watch Upload, apparently. Thank you so much for listening and staying and subscribing and listening to all of our past episodes. If you haven't already, they are all there. I assure you, all of them are timeless classics you can listen to over and over and over again. And we hope you do. And if not... Well, just go ahead and give it a shout out. Go ahead and share with your friends because it is worth that. And we appreciate each and every time you listen to it very much. Thank you to you, the listener. Thank you. Wow, this Greek food is is really, really tasty. This this isn't bear, is it? Bear, no. It's just lamb. Lamb.